Welcome to Energy Matters, where we explore alternative health in the Pioneer Valley. I'm your host, Caroline Rutterman, and I'm a Reiki professional and intuitive in Northampton, Massachusetts. For the past nine years, I've been teaching people how to use their intuition and helping them reduce stress and anxiety. Together, we'll talk with other practitioners and learn how they bring health and healing to the Pioneer Valley. Let's do this. Hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters, and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we are here today with um, some of the gals from Sacred Roots Healing and Wellness in East Hampton. So welcome, Jen and Michelle. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for having us. It's fun to be back. Yes, yes. yes. Great to be here. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. I would really love to know what what does it actually mean to be a director of a yoga studio? Because I'm sure that's way more complicated and kind of some heavy lifting sort of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit behind the scenes. I want to also talk about the um, the kind of healing work aspect that mm-hmm. you do as well. Um, but I am super curious is like, what does it mean to run a yoga studio? Because I don't, yeah. I think people go to yoga classes and they have zero idea. What's really funny, um, I was steaming the floors as the Kirtan people were coming in on a Saturday afternoon and I was starting to feel like I've been at the space more than I've been home. And as I'm coming in, one of the Kirtan artists is like, people that run yoga studios are the hardest workers I know. And I was just <laughs> like, seriously I left here at like 9 30 last night you know and then I'm like back here again and you know it's everything it's cleaning it's updating Facebook and mind body and trying to figure out Instagram because that's the new thing when I just mastered Facebook (laughs) and that's out and you know just being up to date on all of those kind of things and then interviewing and having meetings and managing people and um and also like meeting amazing people who are like offering all these different modalities or just uh, like people have so much to offer and it's just like just kind of pulling out of people like they're they're magic like I see people and I see everybody as their potential like even that's beyond that's so amazing yeah i see people as their potential that is like the most beautiful quote i've ever heard Aww. in my life <laughs> <laughs> thank you i think that's that's maybe one of my gifts is i was reading something last night and it was like what are the 12 things that you know for sure and it was from nikki myers who did uh yoga for 12 step recovery a training that i did um and i guess it was like from oprah so I was like thinking about that. I'm like, what are the 12 things I know for sure? And I know that they'll change, but I was just like, I think that like people are all potential and like you're just waiting till you happen upon that other person that's like, I see that, you know, like let's let that shine. So I feel like our space is a place for people to kind of to shine their light and everybody has something so unique and different to offer that I think that's part of like what I do too is just being like hey let's like what if you did this or how about this or what if we put it together like that and like 
also, you know, I think I mentioned this before when we were on, it's just like people have all different ways to heal. Some people are going to heal through kirtan. Some people need the lightness of like and the joy of like taking an aerial class some people need like a very grounded like traditional yoga class some people need to be worked with one-on-one where they have some old stuff that needs to just kind of be cleared out so so their light can shine so it's just really kind of giving people options I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, so Michelle, tell us a little bit about what what you do within the capacity of um, of Sacred Roots. Yeah. So I have been with Sacred Roots since the inception. Uh, Jen and I. When was uh, the inception? When did that studio actually start? When did you guys like really kind of get this going? I feel like it was like an idea, and then. Like we were, because with our shiatsu training, we were working on people right away and were encouraged to do that. So we were, we started, Steve and I were doing our restorative yoga with massage class, which we're still doing. And then we were doing it out of different spaces. And Michelle was, was doing it with us and she was our sub when we weren't there. And then... Right, and then like terrible with dates. Twenty eighteen, maybe. Yeah, I think finally when we got our own space was like when it was like, bam, this is on and it's happening. But it did start before we had our own space. So with with the class that you offered, the restorative yoga with massage, and actually the seeing of you know, your potential, like Jen just mentioned, uh, you helped me work through and find my potential as a yoga teacher. Um, Just because I was so afraid to teach yoga for years. And I actually teach. And so it's kind of a weird, like double, (laughs) you know, confusing thing. But I was actually afraid to get up and share my talent of Mm. teaching yoga. What was it about? Like what what was about what was it about getting up and sharing like yoga with people that scared you? Was it like public speaking? Was it like all eyes on you? Like what, what part of that was like a little bit of your journey? It was um, sharing like the deepest part of myself. Um, I feel like you're exposed a bit in a way and you're vulnerable. And I just felt like, oh, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to, you know, just had this negative self-talk a bit. Um, with teaching yoga and it was Jen who was like come to this class uh, help us and just do the body work you know because it was a restorative yoga with massage class and I had a huge lump in my throat and she's just like speak speak you know? <laughs> just and like, we just do it let it shine just it was like it's like Care Bear like yeah. shine you know just like let that let it go and I and I did and I was like trembling and shaking and I'm just like gosh why why I care so much about this like I have so much potential here and I could feel the strength of that and um it really bloomed and blossomed and now I just have so much confidence yeah Um, I actually paused outside of the door um, of the yoga studio I was leaving a bodywork session and I heard her talking and I like I actually got teared up a little bit because she was just like so powerful like in her speech and I was just like yes I'm like uh, I knew it yeah you know and she stepped into it so much and like stepped up and yeah 
I think um, I've said this before. I'm going to say it. I know you're going to be embarrassed, but I say okay. Michelle is the wind beneath my wings, but it's just like she's she's like the yin to my yang. And it's just we balance each other well. And I think that um, she's just, yeah, she's been there with us. And I've seen her kind of like just step into so much and step up when, you know, through COVID. I My father was in the process of passing and you know we had a lot going on just trying to like save the space and figure out what we're going to do and really Michelle and the other teachers just they just without saying anything they stepped right in and just like just held it you know held space when I couldn't I just couldn't do it and I just appreciate that so much yeah. so when you said the thing about potential I'm just like you helped me find mine Aww. you know and I <laughs> I just feel like we do that for each other. Yeah, um, for yeah, sure. totally, totally. Yeah. Like uh, constantly, though, it's mm-hmm. like you go through all these different levels mm-hmm. of yourself. Um, you know, it's like constantly unveiling or like meeting another edge. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is like in my mind. Like this is what happens when like the patriarchy breaks down and we like <laughs> lose competition and mm. these like really like you know like rigid structures about how we're supposed to succeed yeah. and we start like leaning on each other and like bringing our femininity and our strength in in like a really soft and gentle way of like mm-hmm. envisioning people's greatness and then growing into that and like letting other people step into that morphic field that we create for them like I'm like that's the vision of like post patriarchy and like post you know like cap not post capitalism because you know I think everybody that's that's I mean whatever you know but it's uh yeah I love that there's a lot of like girl power I think like you know we get together and it's such a dynamic diverse group of of people that have formed sacred roots and it's always like I think like oh I want to expand and I'm not even kidding like literally like I'll bump into somebody at River Valley or like I um you know somebody calls me or somebody reaches out to me and is like I'm looking to teach or I'm looking to share this or that and I'm like oh I was just thinking that would be really great to have somebody like that and you know and they appear and it's you know and then like now we're we have students we're like hey you're really good at this like with the aerial and so we're kind of like recruiting from our students of like would you know and they're like I'd love to do this but I I don't know we're like well we know yeah yeah Yeah, where you're like continuing to envision other people's potential and letting them step into that yeah that's amazing and it's it's beautiful to watch people take shape I think because it's not always maybe what you thought but it's always what was meant to happen and what was meant to be and where they they were meant to be and everything kind of like ebbs and and flows and we all have different moments where we're feeling empowered or um afraid and like everybody's always there to like help the other person or like remember who you are remember yeah. who you are mm. you know and i think it's it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful group of people. I feel honored and blessed to be working with everyone. And, you know, it's a lot of personalities. So sometimes <laughs> it can be, you know, interesting. And especially if there's like, you know, communication through 
text or whatever like it it's it's a lot to work with because everybody's got big personalities and energy but I love that too like it's it's everything it's all those things and I think we're growing our sacred roots community so much and stepping into different areas which is fun. Yeah. But it's vulnerable. Yes. It 100%. And we are here with Jen Parmentier and Michelle Eastman of Sacred Roots uh, Yoga and Wellness. So a uh, healing and wellness. So welcome back, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, so we were just kind of starting to talk about the the aerial yoga program that you guys have and the sort of like expansion. I feel like every time I talk to you, Jen, like you're like, the studio is growing again. And I'm like, yeah. yes, because I love it. <laughs> um, but tell us a little bit about how you guys kind of um, uh, how you guys came into the whole like uh, aerial yoga and what that space looks like. And yeah, tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, well, so we started in the smaller space. Um, we were just using the aerial hammocks, like literally just for Shavasana after our restorative yoga with massage class. And then um, we did open studios and everyone saw the aerial silks hanging and they were like, whoa, what do you do with those? Like everybody wanted to touch them, to be in them, to sit in them, to swing in them. Because they're all they, like mini hammocks, basically. Yeah, they're, and they're big, suspended. Like, yeah, yeah, and there's like so many things that you can do from like sculpting type stuff to like just sitting in there and having like a, being in your own little cocoon and having a meditation or a sound healing to like acrobatic stuff and flips and drops and you know there's so many different things that you can do with them and so during that weekend of open studios directly across the hall from us there was a space um where the woman just used to have a desk and worked on the mother wound which was i thought was really cool but the doors were open because all the studio doors are open during open studios and it was beautiful and it overlooked the mountain. So I'm looking across there and all these people are coming in are like, what are you doing with these aerial things? And like at the end of the weekend, I looked at Steve and I was like, we're going to get that space across the hall, aren't we? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And <laughs> then it was just like a synchronistic kind of bunch of events happened where I bumped into somebody who I knew had done some like circus and aerial stuff and at, at Kripalu and her husband had been to our space as a drummer in a kirtan and we bumped into them at Kripalu and I had her come up and just do like a training and that was in January and then we were starting our program and then we were shut down in March. Oh man. So we had all these ideas and people lined up and things were like starting to just blossom. And and as I said in the break, jokingly, I was, you know, in my head, it was kind of like a lot, like I couldn't keep up with how fast things were kind of expanding. And um, I was like, oh, I need a break. <laughs> and then I was like, but I didn't. And your wish was granted. Yeah, right. Yeah, which actually was really valuable. I mean, I think when you look at the five elements in Chinese medicine and it's like that, it was like we had a long winter where we just had like time to like birth all these kind of ideas and really like sit and think about like visioning and manifesting and what we wanted our lives to look like and like we would meditate and read and like 
journal and like all you know have quiet time and then it was like the world opened back up again and I'm like I have to keep coming back to like that space of like let's remember that like I wanted there's these different things and ways that we wanted to live and be and that's what I'm encouraging other people because I feel like they've they've all said the same thing you know like it was so good to slow down and to have time for this or to eat healthier to plan meals and it's like how can we find ways to bring that like into our lives and continue to care for ourselves and you know I found myself going to some like dreams going back to some old dreams of grad school and stuff like that during that time and and really like where do we want to go with this space and what do we want to do with it Hmm. and michelle what it during that kind of pandemic time because you were building out the you know because like you said you've been here with sacred roots since the inception and um you guys trained with shiatsu together this like long two and a half year program and during that pandemic time like what really started to kind of become clear in your life within the studio, within the aerial yoga, like your own professional healing practice? Like, yeah, what what, start, what kind of juicy stuff came out of the pandemic for you? Yeah, so things, yeah, paused for me completely. I was working from home, which was very different <laughs> than, than what I'm used to. And um, I realized I love teaching aerial yoga for the like the first couple of months of like starting to teach uh, before it got we got shut down and that was like January February January February yes and and then everything stopped and um, I just started thinking about different programs different trainings and I've developed a lot and then I just haven't shared at all you know so I've always thought in developing the programs I have sometimes you think it's a waste of time when you kind of put when you put it aside and nothing happens with it uh, but I'm realizing that I'm pulling from everything I've developed. So sometimes I, it's like fermenting or marinating. Yeah. Sometimes it just needs to be put away for a little while. And yeah. like I did these modules on, you know, and I would be curious to look back actually and see it's a whole like five different modules of trainings uh, that I actually did develop. Um, when the space, when we you know, started to open again and started offering classes, I would say, what, fall of last year or yep, winter? Think, yeah. It, it was, was a roller coaster. And yeah, yeah. I was up. It's been, yeah. And we and opened down. a little sooner than some places with, of course, lots of, um, lo- lots of, you know protections and things we needed and And you guys i mean the space of sacred roots is also huge like you guys have 1800 square feet is the new space so it's bigger than our other spaces a thousand square feet so the new space that overlooks the mountain is almost twice the size yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like you know i mean it's it's almost just like not that you know a fresh air little window open but also like yeah. the space is oh, well, high ceiling and yeah. high ceiling yeah, yeah it's a converted it's the converted and, mill buildings yeah. in East Hampton so and like the the windows and we got a medical grade air filter and we got like a portable in sync like in studio sink and stuff so beautiful so the, the aerial once we started there's three of us that have been the core aerial teachers mm-hmm. uh, me Deb and Jess who went, um, who, they're just two other aerial teachers. And uh, we, you know, just put on the uh, schedule some classes and started showing up and teaching. Yeah. And yeah, it was a roller coaster, but now it, 
you know, there, there are people showing up and we are loving it. And I just feel so alive when I'm in front and teaching and just seeing the journey that somebody takes through an aerial yoga class. Uh, because the journey is about overcoming fear. Because you're like upside down sometimes yes. and you're letting mm-hmm. this like strand of it's fabric like, hold yeah. you. It's mm-hmm. really vulnerable, but it, I think it's also like light and joyful, which is what everybody I feel like needs right now. It's just like that expansive yes, light yeah. joy that it brings. You're swinging and you're, you know, like, over, yeah, overcoming. Mm-hmm. And, and our teachers are so fun like half the yes. time i'll be leaving and i'll hear people laughing Aww. or just like you can hear and feel like the happiness kind of like emanating from the space and like you know it's like a long day and i'm like ah, oh, and i'm like ah, oh. and it just like opens my heart where i'm just like yes this is why we do this Aww, like, yeah. so good and yeah. we will sometimes have one person you know bring a crew of people who you know all their friends and saying like we just ha- you know i had to share it with you and so uh, it's just fun to see the energy of the different groups yeah uh and i've expanded to doing some kid aerial um and well, we are expanding to do some of uh, some, you know, offerings to children. And so yeah. that's been really fun. That too. feels really important because I feel like the kids have lacked joy. Just like observing my own son this this last year, I feel like kids are scared and they have like a lot of fear and big people emotions that they're dealing with that they might not know how to process. And it's, I feel like you process things through your body and movement. And I feel like that's something that feels really important to me. And Michelle has been great at kind of like spearheading everything and just like, we're going to set up these camps and they're going to be these weeks and this is what we're going to do. And, you know, putting it out there when I was like, uh, 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 you know, it's funny how sometimes we switch roles. It was at first me being like, hey, you got to share your gifts. And every once in a while she'll be like, touche you know (laughs) (laughs) looking at me or like we were just gonna go for it and I'm like uh okay okay but it's great to have a support like that because I think a lot of yoga studios are kind of like on their own or they're doing it on their own and they don't have like a a person to kind of like pull them up when they're like oh gosh is this gonna work you know yeah and it's like not working has never been an option it's just yeah I think we're good manifestors and and I think the kids is like an essential piece of um you know we want it to be community oriented and for the whole family to be able to come and you know I was a single mom for a really long time and I, it was really hard for me to get to classes because I had my daughter, you know, and I would, you know, my a goal is to have simultaneous classes happening and having integrating Ariel with um, traditional yoga and mindfulness for children and maybe some art therapy and developing programs and classes. So 
healing and wellness can look yeah, like anything. Yeah. You know? And like the kids need it. They yeah. need fun. They need joy. Yes. And, and you they need know. to swing. They need yeah. to swing. They need to be upside down. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you have planned for the kids? Because you just had a summer camp, right? For the aerial for kids. Yeah. What were you guys doing? What kind of things were happening? So kids are a little more. Lots of screaming, more, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, kids are a little more <laughs> fearless than adults are. So it's it's interesting because Adults want to show up and be told what to do almost, you know, so you instruct and just lead the journey. And whereas kids, they want to be show like they want you to show them uh, some of the tricks, but then they also want to create their own uh, tricks themselves. And so it's a journey of showing and then letting them create um, what I, is what I've noticed with uh, kids Ariel. So. I feel like in, in my in my mind, the thought that just popped up was like, kids are on monkey bars, or at least when mm-hmm. we were growing up, right? Like, Swinging. they're on monkey bars, mm-hmm. they're on the swings, they've got a whole playground of things that like, spin them around and, you know, like open grass. And, you know, I mean, the schoolyard probably looks very different now. But I, you know, I mean, that's, that's the foundation of play, right? It's just having yeah. the equipment and then just go like wherever your mind or your inclination takes you. So I imagine that would be a very um, like fish to water. Yes. One of the activities uh, I did this past week with the kids in the camp, uh, we, I had them create their own games. So we divided them into groups and they just came up with their own game using the aerial hammock. And it was really cool to watch the process of the group work and and them creating together. Oh, so, I love yeah. that. Even just like looking at your face when you're talking about it, you're like smiling and your eyes are super <laughs> yeah. sparkly. Like it's so obvious that you had a great time with yes, them. Yes, it was fun. Lots of energy, but so fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're like, ooh, I'm a little mm-hmm. tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have one more happening August 9th. Another the, kids, a camp? kids camp. Awesome. And there are classes happening on Wednesday and Thursday at four o'clock. Um, that another drop in drop in classes yeah we were so excited like made it a little bit of a a family thing where Steve's niece Julianne we got her to do so she was she was so young she was 17 when she did the training with us Um, so she was with a bunch of adults and like it was an intense training we all like had our different points of like meltdowns and (laughs) so for her to really like pull through that with a bunch of adults I think it was like an amazing like growth experience what did you learn today another lady cried yeah (laughs) well it's just like and then yeah and her having to get up in front of people that are so much older and like more experienced and and like teach for us I think was was really hard but um interestingly enough she's going to like medical school and when she was touring the buildings they had an aerial silk and in one of their gymnasiums and offering you know classes and they were talking about her you know potentially teaching there and stuff so it's just like you never know where things are going to take you and I think it's just such a dynamic tool it can hold your body in a way if you can't hold your body like the supportive classes and Deb teaches like a fabulous over 40 
those ladies are hilarious. It's just like a raucous from across the hall. They're just like <laughs> laughing and, you know, just you can tell they're having a good time and laughing at themselves and, and just light and like joyful. And But then it can be like a cocoon and really like create like safety and security and like um, snug, tight kind of I think of like being what was that swaddling like when you're a baby where you like swaddle and um, I feel like that environment too and then you can use it to climb and to flip upside down or just to swing yeah, yeah. so I think it do is. you guys remember your first um, the first time you actually took an aerial yoga class like do you remember your first experience like hopping into that um, into that hammock I yeah, I mean, I can remember just like playing around with it, like because we had them, and we're like, let's try this, let's do that. And as a a gymnast for a really long time, and someone who would you know f- flip around and do like you know swing on the uneven bars and such, um, I felt like it was like a natural kind of thing in some ways, and a little bit s- scary or unknown. But I really like those things where you meet your edge. You know, mm. I think you can do that with it, or you can kind of like let it be supportive and hold you. Right? Yeah, yeah you like absolutely. Agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I have a story about one of my first uh, inversions in one of my first classes. Uh, I was in this inversion where you can just put your hands out and fall forward oh my and gosh. the fabric has you yeah and I just wanted to do it and so I did it and then I was inverted and I couldn't get out <laughs> so I was just like oh my goodness so every time I teach um that inversion I tell them and watch me and let me like show you how to climb out and it wasn't necessarily <laughs> the the people who were in the class I think were maybe a little more advanced I was new to it and um, so, and people still get stuck sometimes in that inversion. But what I, is what I'm, is being stuck in that mean? Like, does that mean you like can't move your legs anywhere? Kind of so it's just about <laughs> climbing with your arms out of the inversion. So you're yeah. like trying to climb and you just can't get any higher. Like you're just there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're yes, exactly. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So I always like to such tell a good that metaphor story. for life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, don't worry if you can't, you know, get out of that pose. We'll be around to help. <laughs> and, and, and most people, it's it's also about the fear. You know, if they feel like they're, um, you know, can't get themselves out, you know, just being vulnerable and being okay with that assistance. And most people can get out of that pose, but it was just my f- very first experience. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, so I always like pre-warn yeah. with that one. That's amazing. Yeah. And I love that it's like one of your earliest experiences was like actually when you got stuck and then it became like a huge love of your life oh, to like it. be in, in those spaces and teach and, mm-hmm. and take those classes. I think that's really heartwarming that sometimes like the first thing that we do wrong is like, <laughs> the thing that actually just like completely inspires our, our whole career path. I think it's made me a great aerial teacher because I realized like, oh, I needed support around this. And so I need to make sure my students have support around this. Yeah. You know, because the, yeah. uh, the group that I just had on Tuesday said, oh, wow, this feels really accessible. You know, like this aerial class felt very accessible to me. Mm. Whereas, you know, um, maybe in others, it didn't feel that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think it's nice to have like an array of of options and like, you know, the Wednesday and Saturday I feel like 
it's fitness, but it's you don't realize that you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, there's like I can feel an ab kind of there, <laughs> Just a hat, you know, like, like one, oh. yeah. <laughs> you know. But but you're like having fun and pushing your your limits, and you're like laughing and and you know feeling goofy. I think, and so you don't really realize that you're like getting a workout too, which I think is great. And then we have a a newer teacher from Turkey who is like hardcore, actually literally one of her classes is called, I think, Hardcore Ariel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's hardcore. Um, So, you know, you'll be working and feeling those abs for sure yeah um, so it's like all levels yeah it's yeah like kids so to over 40 to yeah. like hardcore so and there's a lot of people that are like oh I don't you know think I could do that and I think we had one of our teachers got this 70 something year old woman in an inversion and she was just like I can't believe I just did that you know and it's just like those moments are so fun, you yeah. know, but, and I, you know, I don't want us to move so far away from traditional yoga that we don't include those aspects too. It's just, we found that the aerial silk is just like something that attracts people to our studio, but we do still have some of those foundational classes and we have like a yoga Lotties and a vinyasa and, um, Ishtanga, you know, primary series and chair yoga and um, Kripalu, you know, slow flow and yin and restorative. And so we're, you know, there's the full gamut. There's a lot of um, really talented teachers that that aren't doing aerial, but are offering some really great stuff or teachers that are doing both. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't lost our roots, you know so to speak <laughs> that's right they haven't lost those sacred roots yet yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that feels that's yeah that's really that's really nice and I think it's kind of um you know it's easy to kind of get attracted by like the new and the shiny kind of new yoga trend but it's it's nice to know that like yeah if you just need like a good workout and you need to really like kind of step back into your body that that's also available you know through yeah. the more traditional methods yeah yeah, yeah. and we we are actually really excited about we've taken this summer to give birth to a new project which is our um teacher training journey that we're putting together um which is really exciting um because both michelle and i are like those ongoing learner people um everybody's like what trainings are you doing now jen (laughs) so it's like time for us to put all of our stuff together and um and share it with folks um and I think it really is a journey and we're really focusing on that and um I want to teach but I want it to resonate with people in their own way and have them have their own experience of what we're we're giving them some tools and some things to explore but kind of making it their own and not having this very scripted type of the way it needs to be done because I think that's the gift of being a teacher is like you get to make it your own and it is a journey it's a journey inside of yourself it's a journey of exploration finding your potential Yes, that's right. Your potential. That's I right. Know, I know. <laughs> and I think that there's just so many light beings that have been, been attracted to our studio that we're like, we need to create this because people are like, I want more. You do want more. What else are you doing? And 
you know, you're like, look at the menu. There's so yeah, much. <laughs> I know. And it's, and we're continuing to like, I'm going to do like a cacao ceremony with an ecstatic dance and, um, yoga dance. And what else were we talking about? All kinds of jaguar yeah. yoga. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I totally forgot. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, that that training. Yeah. So I'm finishing. Um, um, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about. Um, well, first, when when do you kind of expect that the teacher training program is going to be launched? Or is there a date for that, or is it kind of a little bit dependent on sources beyond our control? I think we have. We do have a. We do have Michelle's looking at me like, you better say. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell what she's thinking without even saying anything. You guys are twins. You yeah, guys are twins so in that way. You share. Yeah. yeah. Two bodies, one mind. So um, January, Michelle, I'm yes. going to say it. Okay. January. January yeah. 2022. So that's like our, definitely our, our goal. And I am really um, wanting it to be really organized and really... Uh, thorough I think and we're pulling on some other people's expertise and schedules and like we know the areas that we shine and we're going to share those but we also think that there are some areas that other people that we know can kind of bring something to the table and I think that that's what we want to make sure that all of our ducks are in a row that we're really organized that we have the right group of folks um which i think will happen organically but we're, we're shooting for for january and you know we're putting together as we're putting together content we're realizing that some can be trainings and workshops and some people might just want to like take their exploration a little bit further as it really is a journey. We want to bring people together and go on a journey inside of ourselves and, and have like yoga and pranayama and mindfulness and all these things be tools and, you know, teach about inquiry and ways to go within and what it looks like to make this your own experience. So have people evolve before our eyes like take what we're offering and make it make it their own right mm, I mean, absolutely what else do you think michelle oh, i want to say about yeah what, what are your favorite it? parts of this that are kind of in the works like do you have anything that you're like ooh, i can't wait for that yeah so we're thinking about different ways to extend the training where they can add on different uh, modules or what maybe for lack of a better term, uh, where maybe they could uh, do aerial yoga, but that wouldn't be part of the whole 200-hour training. But if they wanted to do it, you know... Um, for, it's like a concentration or yeah, something. Yeah, like a concentration. So we're also branching out and thinking about those uh, those uh, things too. So Explain. Well, I'm bringing in yeah. some of the five elements in Chinese medicine and ways to incorporate that and some Ayurveda and sound work. Um, I think like just because we, we've had so many people, you know, coming through sacred roots that were like, Ooh, yeah. Like mantra is a really fun part that some people might want to dive deeper into, or, you know, maybe the Chinese medicine aspect and the meridians and, learning about the five elements and diving deeper into that. So that I think, um, 
I think it's just like we want to keep it expansive. Yes. And we wanted to include a lot of variety of different yoga trainings. Uh, So not different styles. So it's not just one style, one way of doing yoga. We want to introduce uh, many different styles and let students really embody the style that works best for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's really interesting when you start creating these very hybrid type programs because, you know, when somebody learns a little bit from over here and a little bit from over here and then you start making these really interesting cross connections and it's like, you know, I know that, you know, we, a lot of places come from traditions and, you know, a lot of schools of thought come from very, not rigid, but like very just yeah it's a, it's a track yeah right but when you start creating these kind of cross hatches and these hybridizations like different things start to po- start to pop off and you know there's no rules in this life like yeah. you know try to be nice to people but some people don't even follow that rule <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know but it's like who who set up these boundaries that we have to do it a certain way you right. know it's like or that this yoga is the real yoga or the only yoga or the only i mean we don't look at America like we're yeah. just like a melting pot of different ideas and different skins and races and just like, you know, it's like, let's throw us all together and see kind of what emerges. And, you know, yeah, it's going to look different. And some people are going to there's going to be different ideas and different clashes and contradictions. And that's there's room for all of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think learning from each other, too, is not to be underestimated. Each person brings with them their own unique set of gifts and perspective of um, learning and ways to learn or ways to interpret um, information. So I think that, yeah, a lot of the trainings that I've looked at are kind of like, or done are, are, are like this and that. And I'm like wanting to kind of like bring them in, like learn how to work with people, you know, you know with trauma and learn how to work with people that maybe are in recovery and like be aware of these these sensitivities and like body positivity is like a big thing for us and just in making like literally this is one thing that I say to all the teachers um you know when I hire them like I understand you're teaching this class or that class but I want you to be able to teach to anybody that walks in in that door so learn how to modify learn how to adjust, learn how to teach to learn to have a plan in mind and drop it when a different crew shows up than you kind of expected with different needs, you know? And I think that's what makes a good teacher is just being like adaptable. 100%. I love it. So, um, so tell us a little bit about how, um, if people are just kind of tuning in, um, how, what's the best way to find out more about the Sacred Roots Healing and Wellness? Um, where, where can, where can people find you? So on Instagram, which I'm learning slowly with the help of <laughs> others, because, um, you know, I just got Facebook down. Everyone's like, nobody uses Facebook. It's Instagram. So I'm like, oh, People my goodness. People still use okay. Facebook a little bit. It's weird. Yes, <laughs> the older crew. Yeah. yeah. So at in, um, on Instagram, we're at sacred underscore roots underscore healing. And on Facebook, we're at sacred roots East Hampton. Our website is sacred-roots-healing.com and also on MindBody, we're Sacred Roots Healing. You can search for us. I think everything is on MindBody at this point. Um, And they all kind of link to each other. (laughs) So, um, and it's just, 
work like every day adding more and more fabulous and um as we're kind of coming to the top of the hour do you have any last words of wisdom that you would like to throw put your notes away yep (laughs) this is my caroline moment of telling Uh telling my organized ladies here what what kind of last words of wisdom would you like to throw into the universe i just i think you know, people come to our studio and they say like, I just, I feel like very accepted here and I feel like there's none of the clickiness or the, this should be done this way or that way. Like if you want to get loved up, come and see us because we've got it. We've got it and we're ready and that's our, that's our thing and we'll figure out which, what's your love language kind of you know and we're gonna figure that out and we're gonna probably have something that works for you what do you think Michelle yeah I feel like um just tapping into our potential we all have so much hidden potential and we all have so much fear around the sharing of that yeah Um, so true our gifts and our talents and so it's just like the the creation of community Mm -hmm. and empowering each other. I actually, one last plug, uh, I've been doing a woman's empowerment series. Very cool. And I did a four-week series, and it was really amazing. We did a share circle, aerial yoga, uh, just connected to body and image and, like, the th- crazy things that the negative talk that we have going on in our head yeah. uh, that we all have to kind of s- work through yep. and come through anyway and dare to shine and dare to share. And that's really sacred roots. I feel mm. that we are all amazing women and amazing well, and a man. And Steve, <laughs> yeah. You can't forget about Steve is like the token guy yep. with the, you yeah. know, the plants. And he is growing plants and he is putting together some plant programs. I know everybody's been asking because they come in and see all the plants and they're like, how do you Amazing. do this? You're like, it is Steve. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Steve so the we man. we can't forget about Steve. <laughs> Just give him the shout the plant out. Guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everyone. thank you guys so much for, for coming on the show today. Did you have one last thing that you wanted to? Well, just all the women at Sacred Roots. Has, yeah. We all are so, so unique and have so much to offer. Yeah. And I just, yeah, love seeing everybody share those Yay. talents. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, again, I just want to say thank you, ladies, for, for coming on and sharing all these little gems and having such a blast chatting with you. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, so, thank you. Course. So if people are curious, you can always go back um, again just to sacred-roots-healing.com. So have a great weekend, everyone, and be well.